Welcome to Mindful Creatives, the podcast. When life seems to go too fast and your thoughts overwhelm you, perhaps it's time to slow down, relax, and give yourself some me time. I'm your host, Kim Tran Flores. Join me and my guests as we share our stories to help you improve your life by giving your attention to the present moment. I'm Kim from Kimligraphy, your host, and today on the show I have with me Michael Musalam from Horizon Flotation. Michael runs a flotation and recovery centre mm-hmm. in the southwestern Sydney, and yeah. I have visited and experienced a flotation at his, I guess, a store? Float studio, yeah. Float studio, yeah. yeah. And um, today we just have him on the show to talk more about what flotation is and how it helps with mindfulness. So, Michael, please tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, something quirky about yourself. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> thank you for having um, me on. Thank you for joining us. My first podcast, actually. How exciting. Yeah. So, um, I have a little float studio and wellness center in Karama, um, the first of its kind in Western Sydney. I started uh, building or I got into floating in 2013 Mm. Um, first came across it on Facebook and um, yeah I just seen on my newsfeed and I was like oh wow this thing looks so cool you know I can't wait to use this technology you know these float tanks thinking that it was some new age thing and then I've done some more research and I found out it was invented in the 1960s Mm. and I was like whoa what's going on here like this thing is so good for you so beneficial it's all natural Um, there's no side effects and I haven't heard about this and no one talking about this and I was like whoa so I've done more research and I found out there was one in um, in Bondi and mm-hmm. I was like oh cool I want to try this float thing out so I went down to Bondi had my first float and um, I fell in love I was like this thing Clearly. is awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah I came home that day and told my mum and dad I'm like mum dad I'm going to build this float tank and yeah. they're like yeah yeah whatever and then um, one year later I finished my first float tank um, and Is that all kind of at home, or were you building it for someone else? Yeah, so it was um, it was a float tank that I built for myself yeah. to just personally use um, a float tank. Um, I didn't want to pay <laughs> yeah. seventy five dollars of what it was um, back then to use a float. I think it was a lot more back then. It wasn't yeah, yeah. it wasn't that affordable. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was like, you know, I want to use these float tanks all the time whenever I want. So yeah. I was like, I got to build one. Um, and um, yeah, I just. Put pen to paper, do a little sketch of how I'm going to design this thing yeah. and just, you know, just went out building it, like asking everyone how to like pool shops and yeah. all these people. And they're like, what do you, what do you, like, we don't know how to, we don't know what pump you're going to be using. It's yeah. just too much salt in there. We don't know what heat you're going to use. It's yeah. going to corrode the, the heater. So it was a lot of trial and error. And research. Uh, yeah. And, on your behalf. Yeah. And all this money down the drain. But I slowly figured it out yeah. as I went along. And now I've pretty got... I've got it pretty down pat. I, I would think so. I mean, my, my my first experience with flotation was inside a pod. Yeah. And I had gone all the way to Aubrey to actually do it uh-huh, because okay. I was I just happened to be in the um, Mark's family's down there. So we <laughs> went down there and we found out someone did it. So we're like, all right, well, let's try this thing out. It was in a pod. Yeah. It was like very high tech. I felt like I was out in outer space <laughs> and stuff. And coming back to Sydney, there was only like, you know, in Bondi, in the eastern suburb. All, yeah. it, it was so far away to, to even do it. And then I'm driving past this sign one day that says, you know, Horizon Flotation. I'm like, oh, look, Mark, like yeah, someone's it. doing it. And I thought it was someone from the eastern suburbs had just put a, yeah. you know, a sign down here. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Drove past it for months, right? Well. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to Google this. See what it, where it is. And I give you a call and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just down at the Drive. And I'm like, sweet. Awesome. So we packed the car, got down there and it was 
not like what I had experienced my yeah. first time. Yeah. Like just this beautiful, it's kind of a very luxurious bathroom yeah. style kind That's of. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, like it's very open. Mm-hmm. You don't feel very claustrophobic right, in yeah. it. And, and it was just a, a very different experience to my first time. That's right, yeah. Yeah. But what is it about, like, why did you decide to do one down here? Um, couple of reasons. Um, probably the first and foremost reason. It's probably um, it was the most feasible for me. Yeah. Um, as in what I could afford, and it was closest to my house. Yeah. And we um, didn't have anything like that down here. And yeah, the second thing was I wanted to bring floating to the west mm. because we don't have anything like that here. Thank you. You know, all the rich guys in the east they get all the good stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. like why can't we get the good stuff yeah. too? So. I was like, you know what? I'll I'll open it here, close to home, close to you know the yeah. west where we don't have this sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm trying there, to bring a, it out. There's a lot of people who want to try that stuff, but we don't want to travel that That's far. Right. That's right. And there's right. a lot of people who who think about the whole spiritual side of it and the relaxation, and they think, oh, it's a bunch of hippie, yeah, yeah hippie yeah. stuff. But then you know, when it's close by, they're like, you know what? We I'm might give it a, it a try. Yeah, let's go see what this is like. Support a local business, and who knows? I mean, I'm sure a lot of your um, clients who come there have had never heard of uh, flotation and they've yeah. tried it once and now they're hooked. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's for people who will never sort of think about meditating or think it's important in their life. Yeah. Um, and it just allows the everyday person to really get into that, you know, um, meditative state. Yeah. You know, the float tank puts you in an environment that. Um, it takes monks years to achieve, you know, that whole no light, no sound, no distraction. Sensory deprivation. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so it, it's a cheat code for meditation, you know. Yeah. Anyone can go in the float tank and just sit there for an hour and you're inadvertently meditating, yeah. right? I mean, you've been given the environment. You've the, the environment's been set up for you already. That's one of the hardest things to achieve. The next, mm-hmm. I think, the, one of the next hardest things to do is to clear your own mind and no one can do that but you but when you're put into an environment that's already set up for that mm-hmm. it's so much more easier to achieve that's right and you will you will get there yeah you will get there you know your first second third time might be a bit hard but mm. the more you float the more you're going to get into that meditative state Definitely. and the more you're going to be able to relax and switch off as soon as you get in so can you tell our like my listeners a little bit more of how flotation works and you know how, how do people benefit from it like there's yeah. a lot of I mean people think it's just a, a mental benefit but there's also other physical, physical benefits yeah. too isn't definitely. it definitely so the science behind it is it's a shallow spa it's filled with 600 kilos of Epsom salt mm-hmm. so it makes it twice as buoyant as the Dead Sea mm-hmm. um, the water is heated to skin neutral temperature so 34.5 degrees so basically you can't feel if it's hot or cold, yeah. the room is completely dark. There is no sound and completely light free. Mm. So you open your eyes, you close your eyes, it's the same thing. It's just pitch black. So essentially you can't see anything, can't hear anything, can't feel anything. You're just left with your mind. Mm. So that's that's the science behind the float tank. Yeah. Um, the benefits, wow. I mean, the physical benefits of just the magnesium salts by itself mm. um, are amazing. Your skin feels really good. Um, magnesium is a essential um, mineral in our body that we need. And so, sorry, so is Epsom salt and magnesium salt basically the same thing? Yeah, so magnesium things? sulfate yeah. is Epsom salt. So okay. Epsom salt is like the name, yeah. like the cool name if right, you want to say cool. it. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's magnesium sulfate. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, the physical benefits, every single joint and muscle in your body relaxes. Mm. Um, 
promotes blood flow, um, any areas that need nutrients, they yeah. get extra nutrients to the areas. Um, your left hemisphere of your brain syncs up with your right hemisphere of your yeah. brain, which um, promotes creative thoughts, yep. all those creative ideas. Um, that's the physical benefits as well as a whole heap of other yeah. things. Um, I mean, you get a lot of athletes who come there to do recovery yeah. when, they're, when they're in the, the tank just to help their muscles relax. Really, There's yeah. no gravity. That's right. Because yeah. you're just kind of airless. You're floating there. Yeah, There's you're no just like you're in, in the body. middle of space just yeah, floating around. Yeah, definitely. But you're all saying, like, I know a lot of my listeners will be like, oh, no, pitch black darkness. I'm scared of that. But you've actually... Um, kind of altered the place so that yeah. you are scared of the dark who, who like me um you there is starlight yeah and there is very light mood lighting that they can use to, that's right if yeah it's your first time and then once you get more comfortable you always yeah, take the challenge of you can switch off all the lights yeah because you're just gonna lie there and have your you know i'm i still don't like it in the dark so much mark <laughs> does and yeah. when we did the um the couples thing he was very accommodating and said yeah don't worry but having the starlight up yeah there, it was actually really good yeah so that's that's another thing as well. I designed my float tanks to be an open float room, mm-hmm. so there's no claustrophobic feeling because yeah. I'm trying to push floating to you know the rest of the world. Yeah. So, to especially to people who are claustrophobic and mm. don't want to get into a tank. Yeah. So the open style is much more inviting and much more comfortable. Yeah. Um, it's actually quite large, but it feels nice and small. It's yeah. not that claustrophobic small. It's just that that. Just right. It's just, just right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And obviously the starlights as well. So if you don't want the complete darkness, yeah. you've got the option of having a little bit of stars there, starlighting. So you yeah. just easy And you're in, in space. You feel like you're in space. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we talk about how flotation helps with mindfulness. Um, what's your definition of mindfulness? My definition of mindfulness would probably be just just being aware of what you're actually doing, you know, just being conscious. Mm. Um a lot of the time in our lives we're doing things on autopilot we don't actually know what we're doing mm-hmm. um, and being mindful I think it's just it's just really knowing what you are doing just being aware being in the present moment yeah just being present what yeah. you're doing what are your actions you know what are you thinking what's going on um, and yeah just just really taking you know the steps of just being conscious of what yeah. you're doing. It's like if you're sitting, like if you're in the shower, are you in the shower? Uh, who, who did I, I, I think it was Eckhart Tolle or something that on one of my podcasts that I listened to, you know, he does this um, this exercise where he goes, if you're in the shower, are you really in the shower or are you at your nine o'clock meeting? Mm, that's right. Are you yeah. on the way to your meeting? Yeah, you? you're or in your head thinking about the meeting. Exactly. Blah, you're, not, you're not in the present moment. No, yeah. You know, it's, and it's such a great activity to do, to, you know, really revisit yourself and ask yourself, where am I right now? Mm-hmm. Now, why do you think mindfulness is so important for people? I think it's important because... It really puts you in touch with yourself um, Mm. and you start to understand what you're doing and the actions you're doing and taking. And you can obviously take better actions to better yourself, Mm -hmm. better your life and better the the lives of the people around you. You you become so much more aware. Yeah. For example, like your kids or your friends or your partner, if you're doing things on an unconscious basis, Mm. you know, you're affecting yourself and them as well without you realizing. And if you're not even mindful of that you don't even know you're affecting them you know the first step of every problem is admitting you have a problem and being aware that you have a problem so if you're not even aware how can you resolve that problem and that's the hardest part right is to actually be aware that you have a problem because when you admit to it you yeah you have two choices are you going to continue doing it and just keep living in that or are you going to make a change change, yeah. yeah and when you 
taking change is the next second hardest thing because people just, they sometimes go back into their comfort zone and say, you know what? No, it's too hard. That's right. Changing is too hard. Changing myself, I, I'm comfortable. 100%. So, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you of why mindfulness is so important, especially being a mother now, yeah. being aware of the, the actions that I take when I'm around my son. And they pick up on that. Oh, totally. You know? Like, I, I notice things that he does sometimes when I'm like, oh, where did he get that yeah. from? And I'm like, hold on, hold on. I probably did that. Like, you know. That's right. So, They're like a sponge. They're just absorbing yeah. everything, especially from the age of one to seven. Yeah. You're programming, you know, the kid. So, be can, very- can kids float? They can float um, as long as they're not splashing around and getting the water in their mm, eyes because yeah. it is so salty and it was steamy. So. <laughs> yeah, Spe- oh, I know. I speak from experience. So how how old would you say that they're actually comfortable enough to kind of – because what your flotations are about an hour long. Yeah. Yeah. Now kids, I mean, trying to get any child to stay still for an for hour. Now, yeah. yeah. I think you'd be surprised. Um, they might actually just really – enjoy the experience yeah. and might just relax you know if yeah. they've got you know their mum by their side they might be able to just chill and relax yeah. you know um i don't i haven't had a really young person floating yeah so i can't really comment yeah. um but i think you'd be surprised yeah I, I would say like you know i would probably think one of those things kids who are doing their hsc or oh, doing exams and stuff it'd be a nice it'd thing be uh, just a yeah. God sent gift. Anyway, right? for me, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to send you away to float for a, yeah. like an hour. I wish I had I had known about floating when I was in HSC. I was stressing <laughs> out. Yeah. So it, it'd be good. Just go in there and just be like, just chill, man. Yeah. It's only in HSC. Just chill. Yeah. I mean, like, there, there's so much that goes through my mind when I'm, I'm floating. And as in, it's not stuff that I'm worried about. My, not my to-do list, not all that. It's just stuff that comes to me creatively where I lie there and I think, you know, I might come into the tank and say... What am I trying to like? What's going on with life? Why am I feeling this way? And you know, I might be stressed out with trying to develop a new product or something. Yeah. And I'll just lie in the tank, and it'll come to me. The answers, yeah, they, that's you right. Know. You know. And I don't even have to try with it because it's when you're kind of relaxed. Yeah. That you, things come. Right? Exactly. When you're in that state, you tap into source. You know, Newton, um, Isaac Newton was under the tree, just mm. relaxing. When boom, the idea came to him: gravity. Yeah. It comes to you when you're in that space of your mind is in that 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 present state. You if, know, if just, you give your your mind the time just to 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 take a break, because you, I guess your mind is also running your body, right? So it's doing a million things at once, and then you're trying to build an idea off that too. Mm-hmm. Like at some part there, you've got to give your mind a little bit of a break to to recuperate. That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. In 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 the world that we're in, there's millions of computations that. Uh, we have to go, you know, visual sensors, audio sensors, yeah. tactile sensors. Yeah. You're sitting on the chair, your your body's pulling this muscle, pulling that muscle. Um, and when you're in the float tank, that mm. just all goes away. Do, do, you think, do you think that flotation actually helped you develop this business that you've got? Uh, I definitely Again. would say, yeah. I mean, mm. it's what what kept me going, what gave me the ideas to or the, you know, when I had a problem, I'd be like, how am I going to solve this? Go into the float tank, come yeah. out, boom. There's the answers. You're, you're the first float tank that you ever built. Is that at your parents' house? Did yeah. You say? Is it still there? Yeah. Do still they use it? <laughs> no, I've decommissioned it, so <laughs> yeah, it's not running, right. but it's still there. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it's it's not online anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you apply mindfulness to, to your work, to your creativity? Like how do you, how do you use that to kind of inspire you? I guess we're going to go and talk about how you use float, right? Yeah, yeah. J- just like what we were saying before. I mean, um, when you're in that state of mindfulness, 
the answers come, the ideas come. Mm. You know, you can't have the ideas flowing when your your mind is cluttered, when you're thinking about a million things at once. Yeah. You know, when you go into that state, it just the answers come. So yeah. you know, the ideas come. Um, and the creativity side comes yeah. out when, when, when I have a flow or when I'm in that state of mindfulness. So yeah. it's definitely been helping me in achieving what I needed to achieve. Mm. How often do you, do you suggest people do floating? A good general well-being uh, approach would be one to three times a month. Yeah. Um, if you're an athlete or you're you know you're a student or an artist I'd say once a week mm. to keep those creative juices flowing yeah, yeah. definitely I, I totally agree with that and we've got to make time for it too right yeah, and the fact that you're in the area too for us <laughs> there's no excuse not that's to do right it. I mean I've had other people reach out to me and they go oh no I didn't know that flotation was in this area so close, you know yeah. I, I'm so glad I, I really want to go do it I, I always suggest to them go do it you know people come to me and they go I've got this creative block I don't know what to do go float yeah you know, I don't like meditation. Trust me. Yeah. This is a different way of oh, meditating. Oh, you will like meditation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I ask this question, people are going to probably laugh. But there's a lot of people who go to flotation and go, oh, you know, do the waters get cleaned up? But the salt water is actually quite um Yeah. So I get, I get asked that a lot of yeah. times. They're like, oh, do you um, flush out the water? I'm like... Have you ever been to a public swimming pool or a spa before? And <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, yes. I'm yeah. like, well, they are 10 times dirtier than a float tank. You know, there's <laughs> yeah. kids in there. God knows what's happening. Yeah. People don't have a shower before they jump in. Yeah. You know, they're, they're um, shedding all this thing off their body as yeah. they're jumping around. With our float tanks, um, we require everyone to have a shower before they enter mm-hmm. the float tank. Um, and can I just say the shower is amazing. You've got these like waterfall <laughs> rainfall shower heads and they just feel so good. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have a shower before you enter the float tank. Then we use hydrogen peroxide mm-hmm. and then we're, we use something called a photocatalytic oxidizer. So it uses nanotechnology basically to break down whatever passes through it back to yeah. its molecular form. So it's the most powerful oxidization yeah. treatment unit on the market. Yeah. It's overkill. We don't need that, but I like to be extra extra <laughs> it's good because you all yeah. suggest that people can float nude yeah which I have so it is before. recommended to float yeah. nude um just you know so there's no um barriers you know, your, your um swimmers like pulling on your skin so mm. that's a distraction um, it actually feels amazing to float nude because you you feel like a, a newborn yeah, child you know yeah. you feel like you're you rebirth from this thing <laughs> where you have nothing to stop you <laughs> that's yeah. right some people say it's akin to you know being in the womb yeah, 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 yeah. And the water is actually beautiful. It's such a – I remember anticipating walking in there going, oh, gosh, is it going to be cold? Because I don't really want to sit in, you know, like, floating yeah. cold. But the water, you, you're right. You don't feel the hot. Yeah. You don't feel the yeah. cold. It just feels like part of you. Yeah, that's you right. You feel like you're one. You're just one. And just, yeah. you just just fade away and you don't even know what's up or down where you are. Definitely. It's, yeah, and awesome. It, it's <laughs> so good. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming thank on the you. show today. And um, how can people find you and where can they reach out to you? Yeah, Definitely. Um, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook. You can follow us. Um, it's Horizon, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N for Zen, <laughs> underscore flotation. That's our Instagram, also our Facebook. And you can find us on our website at www.horizonflotation.com.au. Thank you so much for joining me today, Michael. Thank you. And to everyone else who's listening, if you have been thinking about floating, please go and try it out. It will be one of the best experiences of your life. I hope you have a lovely day. Remember to be mindful and keep creating. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to Mindful Creatives, the podcast, for more real-world advice from my guests on how to apply mindfulness to inspire creativity and improve all areas of your life.